Welcome to the Kellen Rowland Show. I'm Kellen. And this is another episode bringing you podcast hot fire. Sit back, enjoy. This week, I'm going to talk about how I fell the fuck off my diet. And then I got back on. Well, I'm going to get back on tomorrow. If you're on my social media, you know that I've been crushing donuts all morning. Whoops. Let's go. Welcome to the show. When I'm doing something in life, work, recreational, with friends, personal, professional, there's always this feeling of getting all the balls in the air at the right time or all the cylinders on the car working at the right time. What I mean is everything that you're trying to accomplish in every facet of your life, everything is working well. If you have a company, the operations, the finance, the product, the marketing, the sales, all of that stuff is working at the same time in harmony. Often, three out of four are working, if you're lucky. Two out of four are working. Sometimes it's one out of four things is working, but you have the faith that something special is going to happen and you want to keep your head down and keep going. And I'm finding as I tweak and twist and test and try out these new techniques in my life, I got three going well and then one will fall off. And today we're going to get into how I just fell off the wagon. So this is the story of how I fell off. And a little bit of background information on me. I have a tendency to really get into things extremely passionate, obsessive, and then get over them very quickly. I do this with hobbies like cooking, hobbies like photography, hobbies, well, basically a lot of things in my life. Even to the point of some of my friends would uh, came up with a very adorable term of endearment for when I would meet a girl and I would talk about how much I liked her, they would call it getting the K-Rose. Kellen Rowland, the K-Rose. What they were saying was that I would be into her for a very short, intense period, and then it would end. So I get into things really deep. But some things stick, like meditation. I've been doing meditation for four years. When I started the podcast, could have done three episodes, got the feeling of it out of my system, got a little bit of recognition, and quit. I didn't do that, though, because it was really passionate for me. And a couple months ago, I started to really take fitness and intense you know, working out very seriously, 
and I started to adopt a new diet called the slow carb diet that I learned from Tim Ferriss. So here's what we're going to talk about today. I started the slow carb diet and I was in the gym a lot with my trainer. Shout out Chase. So I adopted this diet and the slow carb diet in a very elementary way to describe it. Don't eat any refined carbohydrates. So don't eat anything that's essentially white. No rice, no pasta, no bread. Stay away from fruit and you're left with vegetables, protein, and some slow carbohydrates like avocados. You eat a lot of beans, a lot of protein, hardly any sugar, and no carbs, except for slow carbs. And that's it. And I got into it really intensely, and I was doing it six days a week. And then you have like a cheat day where you can just eat whatever you want. Obviously, I loved that. Six days a week, eat really good. Then on the sixth day or the seventh day, boom, it all goes out the window. Donuts all day, coffee all day. Well, coffee all day, every day. Shout out to my coffee drinkers. Then start over. And I was killing it. So lost a bunch of weight, looked really good. I was really happy. I was feeling great. Fast forward, I had gum surgery So my entire mouth is cut up. I have stitches everywhere. It's in a lot of pain. So therefore, I have to stop my diet and my exercise. And I just fall off. I just fall off. And now I'm in this weird fall off mode where I'm halfway doing it. So I'm not because halfway doing anything is not doing it. Now... I'm telling you why I fell off and then I'm going to put it out there that I got to get back on track tomorrow. And a part of today in this lesson of this episode is how do you get locked in on something, commit it to your everyday routine, and then life happens. And what do you do when life happens? You have to take a deep breath, survey what is happening, take that inventory, and then come up with a plan to get basically your shit back together. So you start off slow carb diet. And I read Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Body. I would highly encourage you to read it. I'm on the diet. I'm fucking crushing it, losing weight. I'm in the gym. I'm looking good. I like that. I I like to look good. I, I think you would too. I think everybody likes to look good. Feeling great. I'm on a high. Boom. Mouth surgery. Fall the fuck off. How do you get back? So how am I going to get back in my mojo? How do I get my food swagger back so I can feel great again. What am I going to do? First, I've taken a survey and I've realized why did I fall off? Why did I fall off? Well, I fell off because I had moments of weak 
willpower and I wasn't consistent, the cause and the root of that is, was the fact that I had this mouse surgery and it threw me off my game. That is just an excuse. Now I've identified the excuse. Now I have to create a plan to get back on track. I will start my progress on my road back on track tomorrow. How am I going to do this? I've set a date. I've made an action plan. I went to the store. I got some supplies that I could eat to make my diet happen. And most importantly, I'm making myself accountable to somebody else. I'm telling other people, a close friend, my intention. I'm telling you what my intentions are. Now, my integrity is at stake. If I say this and I hit publish on this show and you listen to it and I still fall off, I'm not standing by my word. And my word is all I have. Your word is all you have. If you keep your word, people will trust you. If you do not keep your word, people won't trust you. We want to be trusted. I want to be trusted. So I'm going to get back on track. And this lesson for me is about a diet. But what does it mean to you? The purpose of this show is to share stories, share wins, share losses in a way that the listener can take from it and apply it. Whether or not you're on a diet or not, this formula of getting locked in, whether it's meditation or going to the gym or cooking at home, okay, you're there. You're doing it. You're on your program. You're keeping your schedule. Everything is going great. Then something unplanned happens. You've now been shaken off your plan. What do you do then? You can quit and stop altogether, or you can regroup. And when you regroup, you look around, you figure out what's going on, you figure out the root of what made you fall off, then you make a plan to get back on track and to hold yourself accountable. You tell somebody, you make yourself accountable to someone other than yourself. You utilize your integrity as the motivator and the insurance policy that you get back on track. And this has everything to do with everyday life, everyday success. You do not build a giant tower in one day. Every day, we're laying these bricks down. And each of these bricks stacks up to make 
what you and I want our lives to be. Every decision. Did you go to bed when you wanted to go to bed or did you watch two hours more of TV? Did you wake up on time? Did you go to the store to get the food so you eat healthy the following day? All of these small, tiny decisions add up to accomplishing your goals or failing. Now, failure is a part of everyday life. I fail every day. I enjoy failure. When I lose or I fail, I now have an example to learn from. I can figure out what happened, why did I fail, what didn't go right, learn from it, and make sure it doesn't happen again. When you were a kid, did you ever watch a cartoon with Mr. Magoo? So Mr. Magoo is a cartoon character that essentially blindly walks through life and with no other reason than sheer luck and coincidence makes it through really tough situations. He could be walking through a construction site with his eyes closed and his hands behind his back and there could be lumber and steel and boulders all falling down around him, but he doesn't get hurt. He blindly succeeds without knowing why. And that can happen to you and it can happen to me And in the short term, it feels like that's a good thing, but it's a lesson learned. It's an opportunity to learn a lesson that's completely lost. For instance, if your first attempt at building a company goes flawless and nothing goes wrong, your ego starts to tell you that you know everything, all of the sudden you go on to your next venture, your next challenge, You don't have any reference points of how to overcome diversity, and boom, diversity hits you smack in the face. You don't know what to fucking do. Whoops. And some people crumble in that scenario. Now, I'm not saying that we need to go out there and seek failure and manufacture it. However, every time you're faced with adversity, It's a learning opportunity. That's my point. You make a commitment. You get really into something. It's going to benefit your life. You get a few weeks under your belt, a few months under your belt, a few years under your belt. You fall off. Okay. Take a deep breath. Why did you fall off? I've identified the why. Now I'm going to make a plan. And now I'm back on track. Boom. The beauty of life is that you can't relive the past and you can't predict the future. So if every day you're doing what you set out to do and you're living up to your integrity, you're being accountable, that's it. You've done. Checkmate. Think about that. 
if all you have to do to be a great person is be great today, tomorrow doesn't even matter. And yesterday is gone, so you might as well forget that. All you have to do is be great today. All you have to do is go to the gym today. All you have to do is eat right today. All you have to do is call your parents today. Be nice to a stranger today. Tomorrow is irrelevant. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. That felt really good. You know, I needed to to get that out there and really talk through that process. You know, what happened? Why did it happen? What was the outcome? And how am I going to... How am I going to get back on track? To wrap up the episode, I want to share something that did go well and I'm very excited about. I, a couple months ago, I decided that I really wanted to have my friends over more and share food and eat together. To me, Food is a very important part of my life, whether I'm eating by myself or I'm eating in a large group of people. Food is just, it matters to me. And I think when people are together, that is when we really thrive as a group. I love being around my friends. I love to cook and I love to eat. So I got this huge dining room table and it delivered two weeks ago. I can happily report that each day, or since I got it, I don't know why I said each day, but since I got it, I've had four or five dinner parties at my house. It's so much fun. Everyone I love about and I care about around a big giant table with food everywhere, great music playing, and it just feels good. I don't know. That's, you know, I don't even have anything uh, that profound to say other than having my friends over and hosting them and eating with them and hanging out. I just get so much pleasure. The conversations, the jokes, that community feeling, creating a community. When I was younger, people used to always come to my house. I had other friends that their parents would always host as well. And I've always wanted to have a house where people felt welcome. They could dig through the cabinets. They could take anything out of the fridge they wanted. If they needed to, they could hop in the shower and, you know, get cleaned up. Or if they needed to take a nap, they can go in the other room. You know, just that feeling that my home is their home. It's a safe haven for them. And it's such a cool feeling. Like my friend Jeremy and April, they just had a son. Shout out to Malcolm, who was recently featured on my Instagram. Holler at your name, Malcolm Wade Seiler. He's three months old. Watch out. He's gigantic. He's going to go to the league. He's coming for the NBA. You heard it here first. So everyone, they were over last night and Malcolm needed to go to bed and he slept in my bed. It was like the coolest thing ever. Like this little tiny 
well, he's not tiny compared to other three month old babies, but compared to a human, like a normal person size, he's tiny. He's in my bed. It's super cute. I don't know if you've been around a baby lately. I highly recommend hanging out with your friends or your relatives that have babies. There's something about a baby that just, it makes you feel alive. There's something about seeing a human that small. They just fill the room with love. So yeah, little Malcolm was, you know, KO'd in my bed, just passed out, enjoying that Tempur-Pedic life, swagging on all levels like a little G. Then we were watching him on the Nest Cam. He had his little arm out, like on the pillow, just like a straight boss. So yeah, just having friends over, hanging out, it's so much fun. I can't wait to keep hosting people and then go to their house too and hang out. It's just a good time. One last thing, I'll touch on some coffee. Black Oak Coffee Roasters came up with a new Ethiopian natural. I love it. I've almost drank half the bag so far. I posted a bunch about it on my gram. It is a Shakiso natural Ethiopian Black Oak Coffee Roasters. They keep doing it. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Kellen. This is the Kellen Rowland Show. I'm on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, all of it. Subscribe, rate, review, share the show. Obviously, I say this every time I end an episode and every time I say it, I mean it to the bottom of my heart. I love doing this. It really makes me so happy to sit down and communicate and talk, hear feedback. I just love this and I can't thank you enough for tuning in and being a part of it. So thank you. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.